This episode is a pre-canon crossover with Nowhere on Air. Please stay on the line after your call has been completed for additional information about the show. Hello, and thank you for calling the Supernatural Protection Company. Can I have your name, pronouns, and policy number? Oh, um, I'm Jess. Just Jess. She, her. My name's not just Jess, it's just Jess. Sorry. <laughs> and I don't know the policy number, but I was told to call. Alright, and who referred you to us? Brayden Town Council? I'm, I'm assuming. I got a bunch of picture-based visions that I've spent the better part of the day trying to decipher, and I've been told that how they usually, uh, they didn't tell me much, if I understood them correctly at all, just that I needed to call and get put on some insurance policy. Yes, I do see a note on the Brayden policy that says you would be calling. Did they provide you with a special passcode to verify your identity? Oh, that's probably what was written in deep purple ink on the slip of strangely thick brown paper I found under my plate at breakfast this morning. Uh, I have it somewhere. Give me one sec. Uh... Whenever you're ready. I sit in the shadow of the baseless, bone-idle burr oak. I crave the summer-like sear sundown. I have dreamed of floodwaters and a smiling winter. Perfect. And with that, you are now a confirmed beneficiary on the policy. I was wondering what that was. Okay, great. Um, I'm sorry, but what exactly is this? Oh, well, the town you live in, Brayden has a special arrangement with our company due to the unique nature of the situation there. With the rate at which supernatural events occur, you as a new resident need to be accounted for on the policy to receive any of the benefits and protections. It used to be handled the standard way, where individuals had their own policies, but eventually large-scale events that affected the whole community increased to such frequency it no longer made sense. We entered into negotiations with Braden's town council and came to the current agreement, providing generalized support similar to a community resource. Did that answer your question? Sorry, but no. I mean, yes, it definitely answered a question, but... I more meant, generally, if you don't mind my asking. What does your company do? My apologies, I misunderstood. The Supernatural Protection Company is the world's foremost paranormal insurance provider. We mainly offer enhancements to existing policies through other providers, though we do have some specific in-house programs. Okay. I'm gonna be honest. I still feel like I'm missing some context for all this. I can provide an example if that would help. Yeah, sure, maybe. So you are likely aware of how many historic buildings are considered haunted, yes? Yeah. Well, 
let's say that you live in an older building that is considered high risk for more aggressive hauntings, to the point that you might be concerned about your possessions being broken or damaged. That's where we come into the picture. For someone who owns or rents in the building, such a spirit or entity might cause property damage that a normal insurance policy may not be willing to cover. So they may supplement their existing policy with our poltergeist protection coverage. Similarly, someone who lives in said building would be able to expand their health insurance to cover more expensive treatments for injuries sustained as a result of a haunting. Okay, that makes a bit more sense. I'm gonna brush over the whole ghosts are real thing. I'll deal with that later. Still seems kind of weird to me, but I've been dealing with a lot of that since I got here, so... Well, you have now been added to the Braden Community Policy, so feel free to use us as a resource whenever you encounter something you may not feel prepared for. Braden has a bit of a reputation here for the number of unique supernatural events that occur there every year. Yeah, weirdly enough, I am not surprised to hear that. Now, normally I would give you additional information for your records, such as the policy number, but our arrangement with your town council requires individuals on the policy to only receive that information directly from them if they deem an issue worth contacting us for. Oh, I... Uh, okay. I mean, I don't know how much about insurance, but, uh... Everything has to go through town council first? Yes, whenever you need to file a claim, you will first contact them in whatever way is standard. Whispering to the stone statue in the town square? Sure. Then they will give you the policy number, as well as a special single-use ID, similar to how you identified yourself on this call. This secondary ID will be linked to a new claim before you even call us, so we will already have basic information on file for the issue, and all you will need to do is fill in some details. Do you have any questions? Honestly, yeah, but, but not for you. Can I help you with anything else today? Actually, yes. Um, so based on what you just said, I know I can't actually open a claim or anything, but maybe you can answer a question for me. I'm sure you've had to deal with all kinds of stuff. Well, maybe not you specifically, but your company as a whole. Anyway, so the way I came to Braden isn't exactly normal. I'm not from here originally, though I'm not sure how here even relates to home. I don't know how to describe what happened. So, is your question about how you came to be in Braden? Oh, no, it isn't, but I wouldn't mind knowing. Maybe it could help me get back to where I'm from. Well, I would need some more information to try and determine what happened to you. Can you provide any more details? What it felt like, where you were when it occurred, where you appeared, things like that. Sure, I was... And I have just received another vision message thing from town council that I think is telling me I am not permitted to disclose any of that, so... Never mind, I guess. Ah, I'm sorry. No way around that, unfortunately. We are required to comply with their restrictions as part of our special arrangement. 
Thanks, anyways. Maybe I can still ask you my original question. It's probably related to how I got here, but obviously since I would need to ask first before making a claim, I'm not expecting a solution from you. I just want to know if it's something I should be worried about. Feel free to ask. I'm sure you will be informed if the question is appropriate. Right. So when I first woke up in Brayden, I was pretty disoriented, definitely not paying attention to myself as much as my surroundings. But once I'd had some time to calm down, I noticed some mysterious tattoos. I didn't have any before, and I don't know when else they would have appeared, except as a side effect of what happened to me. And what do these tattoos look like? I... <laughs> I'm not sure I could even begin to describe them. They're almost like symbols. Sorry, I know that's not super helpful. They're pretty abstract. That's probably the word for it. Is there anything else abnormal about these tattoos aside from their sudden appearance? Well, I, I didn't notice it at first because there was so much going on, but then I started to hear an occasional whispering. I just thought I was imagining it at first, but then one evening I noticed something behind my ear. I didn't make the connection for a few days, but I'm pretty sure that it is what's speaking to me. What kinds of things does it say? Are they words of encouragement? Threats of violence? No, it's more like... I don't even know if it's words. You know what? It's totally talking right now. Maybe if I hold the phone closer, you'll hear it. Jess, are you still there? I wonder what kind of language that was. It sounded a bit like Fey, maybe? Or it could be like an afterimage of a spell of some kind. There was just something about it that doesn't line up perfectly with anything I've come across. One of the research teams will definitely want to get their hands on this recording. Seems like a fun challenge for them to figure it out. And then, if she gets permission or whatever from her town council to formally file a claim, we'll at least have the start of some progress, if not a solid lead. Her story and the whispering, in combination with what we already know and suspect about Brayden, it all feels part of some larger truth about the town that we haven't been able to grasp. Even just this, like, the raw power it must have to immediately sever our communications. Who knows what it could be? Oh, and, um, I hope Jess is okay. Obviously. You have one new message. This episode featured... Jess Syrett as the voice of Jess. If you want to hear more about Jess's story, about Brayden and its mysterious town council and all its strange corners and dark goings-on, check out Nowhere On Air, available wherever you get your podcasts. While you're at it, follow us on Twitter at Nowhere On Air for updates, the occasional coded message, 
and more. Thanks for tuning in. This episode of the Supernatural Protection Company was written and performed in collaboration with Jess Syrett, creator of Nowhere On Air. Her show is a wonderful mix of weird and mysterious, with the added bonus of being genuinely creepy at times. It's one of my favorite shows out there, and I hope you check it out. This show is produced by Safta Something, with cover art by Ash Letty. If you like the show, or have your own supernatural issues and need advice, let us know by tweeting at the SPC Podcast. And check out our Patreon at patreon.com slash something for early episodes and bonus content. Leave us a review on your podcast platform of choice, and recommend us to your friends. Who knows? They may need our help.